welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. So let me begin today by telling you about Thursday mornings for my family. We have homeschooled our four kids throughout the duration of their lives, and that's meant some of it all at home and some at co-ops, and we've lived at different places. Currently this year, our two youngest kids are in a program called Classical Conversations. The location is nice and close to our home, and actually, Summer, my wife, is the coordinator of that branch this year, and I'm really proud of her. She's doing great. So I made a commitment to go and join them for the 30-minute opening assembly each week. I hadn't done that in years past, but, well, to be honest with you, I'm just trying to excel a little bit in that and support them more. And it's really cool. The kids, they all gather up, and she walks them through the hand motions for this expansive timeline that they're learning. It's really awesome. And she even lets me play a little role. The kids are memorizing Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 27 this year, and she lets me get up and read the sections over and over again and work along with them on trying to memorize it. At the end of those sessions, before we dismiss to the classes, everyone together recites the same line week after week. The purpose of education is to know God and make Him known. I have come to love that phrase, to appreciate it, and to find application for it in my life in every different level and type of education. And I want a chance to talk to you about that today, and let me be clear, it doesn't matter where your kids or grandkids go to school, public school, private school, homeschool, co-op, whatever it might be. And as I think you'll see today, it doesn't matter what sort Of education we're talking about. Education means learning, gathering information, understanding things better. I'd like to think that every person is doing that every day, that you're doing that, no matter your age or occupation or where you live. You're gaining knowledge daily of a variety of types. The question is, what is the purpose for that? Why is it valuable to gather information? This unifying concept that basically no matter what that information is, the purpose of knowing it is housed in this concept so that I may better know God and I may be better equipped to make God known. That is awesome. In fact, I'd call it transformative. Here's what I think will happen for you today. You may be listening now thinking, look, if I learn how to fix a car motor, that's not going to help me know God or make God known. Well, I, I beg to differ, actually. I think everything you learn and are able to do in some way ought to be connected to God. We must stop compartmentalizing our lives where there's the God part. Okay, that's the part that's about God. That's the knowledge and the information and the faith that relates to knowing him and sharing him. And then there's my job over here. That's a different box. And then there's my recreation over here. And there's my home life. Oh no, God 
Knowing him and sharing him is at the center of the purpose of every experience. Now, here's the thing. I hope that when we're done, you're going to look back at your life and think, that's been true all along. I just haven't realized it. That's been the potential in every situation, but I hadn't considered it. And of course, you know that we don't look backwards very long around here. We do look back long enough to see, oh man, I wish I would have done that differently. And then we turn our sights forward and we make all future education subject to the simple concept of God. And I hope you'll understand more about that by the time we're done. We're going to talk about the education system today, but let's make that the second topic of application. Let's start with something really easy that everyone can agree on. Spiritual education is about knowing God and making Him known. Unless you and I can agree on that, unless we can sit down with our kids and our grandkids and our family and friends and say, hey, this is what reading the Bible is about. This is what prayer is about. This is what listening to sermons and podcasts online is about. This is what going to Bible classes on Sundays and Wednesday are about. This is what sitting in sermons is about. Unless we're ready to say all of that spiritual engagement and learning is about better understanding God and learning better ways to share God, obviously any points I make in the back half of this episode about stuff you learn at work or watching YouTube, or at school, is really not going to go very far. So let's start there. Let's start by telling our families, look, there's a series of education hours every week that is purely about the Lord. The Bible says at the end of 2 Peter, to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter is sending a very important message there. It's not that you know everything you ever need to know or you're ever going to know about who God is and how to talk to people about God, but you just kind of keep going to church and reading your Bible anyway. Oh no. Knowledge is ever expanding in the faith. It's ever deepening in the word. It's ever intertwining in fellowship and worship and conversations because I have so much more to learn about my God. He is big. His power, His love, and His grace are so far beyond our comprehension, and yet that means there's so much left to learn and appreciate. We need that attitude. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, when Paul was talking to Timothy about why he was preaching in Ephesus, he said, check this out. I want you to teach the word to people so that they can teach others as well. Do we understand that part of the quote? It wasn't just the purpose of education is to know God. It is also to make God known. He said, I want you preaching there at Ephesus, teaching Bible classes, challenging people to read the scriptures daily. He talked about the public reading. Why? Not just so they will have a deeper understanding of God, but so they will know how to answer false arguments, stand for the truth, convert people to Christ, be evangelistic. The purpose of education in the Word is to be more evangelistic. Now, that's where it all begins, and maybe I should make the entire episode about that, but I want to branch out into other territories. But be sure you have that conversation with your family. Bible study, prayer, worship, Bible classes, spiritual conversations are so we can do two really important things. But here's where I think the problem starts. 
when we believe that everything I just said is only true of spiritual Bible knowledge and church attendance. The principle that we're espousing at the Classical Conversations class is that everything you learn, what you learn about science, what you learn about geology and geography and poetry, what you learn about mathematics and the laws of nature and physics and chemistry, what you learn about history, all revolves around knowing God and contributes to a deeper appreciation for the Lord. Now, if your kids go to a public school, your grandkids or you, public college, you're wondering what in the world I'm talking about. Yeah, they teach on all those subjects, science and English, facts about the world. But it seems like the entire purpose is to draw attention away from God, at least the application of agnostics and atheists. Well, I'll at least tell you this. We're not just a bunch of weird crackpots over here doing this homeschool thing, trying to come up with this novel idea of making physical education about the spiritual God. In fact, institutions of education were founded on all knowledge being about knowing God. Did you know that? Just because our nation has lost it doesn't mean it wasn't right, first of all, and doesn't mean it wasn't ever there. I commend you to an article. You can Google it very easily. It's called The Purpose of Education. It's on the Apologetics Press website, and it's written by Dave Miller, PhD, and I highly recommend this. Here are some of the highlights. He talks about the founding of a college in 1636 called Harvard. You've probably heard of that. And when I say that, you might not think that there's anything godly about it. But listen to the rules of Harvard, written originally in 1636. Let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well. The main end of his life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life and therefore to lay Christ in the bottom as the only foundation of all sound knowledge and learning. Now, over a century after that, a century, the state constitution of Massachusetts reiterated that and said something to this effect, the encouragement of arts and sciences and all good literature tends to the honor of God, the advantage of the Christian religion. He goes on to talk about other schools, like the College of William and Mary, founded in 1693, and includes a charter which states that the youth of Virginia should be well educated to learning and good morals, and that the churches of America, especially Virginia, should be supplied with good ministers, and that the Indians of America should be instructed in the Christian religion that our students may be sent out to preach the gospel to their countrymen in their own tongue. Would you look at that? The purpose of education, even including basic studies of physical things, was to know God and make Him known. What about Yale, the third college established in America, founded in 1701? The trustees at its beginning stated these words, quote, Every student shall consider the main end of his study 
to know God in Jesus Christ and answerably to lead a godly, sober life. All scholars shall live religious, godly, and blameless lives according to the rules of God's Word, diligently reading the Holy Scriptures, the fountain of light and truth. Folks, I could go on and on from the very beginning of our country and the establishment of education of every ilk for our youth. It was about God. Here's my encouragement to you. You probably can't change the entirety of your school system or the bias slant of college professors. But just remember, everything you learn about science and math and English and literature and life and our earth, all of that is either created by or influenced by our great God. And it all should create conversations about God. When your kids come in from school, ask them what they learned today and ask them what it tells them about our Creator, how it connects to evidence for God. We cannot produce a generation of children who go to church to learn about God and they go to school to learn that there is no God. The very information they're learning at school, the factual stuff, the true education and knowledge is a testament to God, just like the Bible says. But parents and grandparents, we got to show that to our kids. So even something like math homework shows things about laws, patterns, rules, and definite truths. That's all God stuff. And you can use education, things we learn about our planet, things we learn about thermodynamics and otherwise, as tremendous evidence to draw closer and deepen your faith in the Lord and as powerful ways to lead others to Him as well. So let me add a third thing to this. So far we've said our spiritual education is about knowing God and sharing God. Our education pertaining to physical things was intended from the beginning to be about Jesus Christ. And you've got to make sure that's restored in your family. You may be interested to hear some of the things your kids have to say and the questions they may ask you. But I want to expand it one more level. I feel like I'm still learning stuff, don't you? I feel like I'm learning more about people all the time. I'm learning more about their lives, their experiences, through conversations. People have a lot of interesting balloons to reference an episode from last week. I'm learning more about how to do things, the right way to accomplish things, how to fix things, how to eliminate foolish mistakes. No matter where you work, you're learning more about how to think, how to work smarter, not harder. What I'm asking you is, can you connect all of that to God? Is there the God box where it's all about learning about God and sharing God? And then there's me at work, totally different thing. There's no God box there. Or there's me interacting with people in the community or at sporting events, but that's not really about God. You need to understand the entire box is labeled God. Everything you learn, see, experience, engage in, and grow with is in that box. Your whole career is in that box. All of your relationships and communication is in that box. So let's bring things back into focus. When you learn something about someone else, you have a conversation. You gain knowledge about them, about their family. You know why God gave you that knowledge? So that you can use that to see Him, to see His working in your life and in theirs, and as a tool to make Him known. Everything you learn 
has the capacity to do those two things. You get on YouTube and you learn how to fix computers. Well, that has nothing to do with God. Well, I've got some serious computer mathematician, techie, engineering guys that would say, actually, there's a ton of stuff you're learning there that teaches you concepts about God and rules and patterns. But also, if the things you learn help you have conversations about God, if they help you serve other people, let's just boil it down to that. If you can't make any other connections with what we're saying today, maybe your kids aren't in school or the things you're learning and studying just don't seem to have anything to do with faith, I'm here to tell you everything you learn has to do with faith. So I'm telling you that. But also, what about just service? If you learn how to do things and you choose to do those things for other people in the name of the Lord, if you understand things, if you have knowledge and you choose to impart that knowledge, to have a conversation, to go out of your way to help somebody else, and you do it in the name of the Lord, you do it by faith, you do it, watch this, with the purpose. Now we're getting into some good old-fashioned evangelism here. You do it with the purpose of making God known. When Jesus sat down by the woman at the well and asked for water, it looked like he was just thirsty and she was grabbing water. There's nothing God-centered about that. But for him, every action and thought is captive to the will of the Father. And he used even a woman drawing water from a well to connect the concept of refreshment to the eternal life in God. What if everything you learned to do was immediately subject to how can I use this to grow and how can I use this to help others grow in God? Sometimes we hear Christians talking about politics or the economy or our world, and I'm thinking, where's God in that? Why aren't you using what's going on in politics to turn attention to the King of Kings and the unaltered power of God throughout the ages? So I would say as we close, it's not just about our title. Let's broaden it out. The purpose of your entire life, of every experience you have and everything that you grow in, the purpose of all education is to know God and make Him known. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.